Thank you, SFL Nation, for joining me here on Inside the League with GM Nelson Lozano. Um, this here is a bonus content special. This was last week's show that unfortunately didn't get a chance to air due to technical difficulties. Um, I do want to thank you. I uh, want to get the content out there. Thank Derek Majors. Thank you, Ezekiel Love, for your patience and for your adjustment on recording this podcast and allowing me to put it out uh, more of this instead of the live show. So, again, sit back, relax, and listen out to our interviews. All right, guys. So, I do want to welcome my guest, the free safety for the Tulsa Desperados, the offensive coordinator of the Tacoma Grizzly, uh, Ezekiel Love. Ezekiel, how you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Doing good. Look, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate uh, the adversities we had to do to get here. Um, But again, thank you so much for for adapting to this moment in time. So um, what I want to do, I I want, I know people know you, right? You did your interview with Ashley Jackson. Um, Mm -hmm. I know, you know, you know a couple people in the league. But tell, yeah. tell, tell the folks out here a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Um, where are you coming from? Those kind of things. And, and maybe a little fun fact about yourself. Born and born and raised in the Washington, D.C. area, man. Uh, born in D.C., grew up pretty much in D.C., Maryland area. Uh, went to school down in Florida to historic HBCU, Florida A&M University. Um, been playing sports all my life. Been involved in baseball, basketball, football you know competition all my life man and you know one day i was sitting um at home after after the gym one night and i was flipping through the channels and i was watching um 707 uh like semi pro league or 11 sports mm-hmm. and it wasn't on that night and i saw this thing called sfl and i didn't know what this was sfl i said man look at this thing i'm watching uh 2k on tv but i have real life commentators like these are real play real guys actually all these players on the field mm-hmm. you know and um i was watching for a few minutes and i called my cousin i called mel i said man yeah check this out so um he didn't even have 11 sports at the time but he was so interested he went to subscribe to it right away that night to get it and we were watching it and we saw on the bottom line how how to join and what to do so the next day we uh went to the website and checked it out and we talked and uh, we said we're gonna go ahead and get a, be a part of this thing we really were interested because we've been playing uh we played we've been playing 2k since since it was out on sega since in the since the beginning of 2k yeah i think, I think randy moss may have been on the cover i believe but um you know and we were playing 2k and playing madden and, and we played ncaa you know and so and we, we put down the sticks a long time ago so we've always been coaching you know and coaching the games and developing game plans mm-hmm. and coordinators on both sides of the ball you know for all and so um we were really interested and so we joined and our boy scott who we grew up with it's like our brother you know he, we grew up together he joined and then ron who was another good friend of ours uh brody coach and uh, one, one yeah. of the uh, top linebackers right yes, now. Sir. Yes, sir. We've, kn- we've known him for over, oh, shoot, probably about 12 years, 12, 13 years now. And he's he's been, he's been playing Madden with us and um, NCAA college football with us. All, all in coach mode. That's all we've been doing. We've been coach mode leagues for years. So um, this is right up our alley, man. We were excited to be a part of it and, and join it. 
and that's why I have to thank you, Zeke, because without you telling Mel, then Mel wouldn't have told me, and I wouldn't <laughs> be in the position that we're in. So you are really the person who I have to thank, because without you telling Mel, and then Mel telling me, we never would have been in the situation. And, and the thing is, when Mel talks about how intense you guys used to be, um, yeah. And I wish I would have known you guys then because it's right up my alley for real yeah, as man. well. And that's how me and Mel really linked up because, you know, again, we're both Redskins fans, but we also are big um, sim like GMs. Like we love taking franchise modes. And yeah. I heard all mm-hmm. the all the things you guys used to do. So you're definitely right. This is up your alley. But I got to thank you because without you, I would have never heard of it or at least maybe been delayed about seeing it and uh right you know i i gotta thank you for that and 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 the other thing too which i want to share with you fun fact this whole because you know i'm I'm working on a project about the history of the sfl Mm -hmm. um you know speaking with uh cam to see when this started all this for the fans and, and 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 you know this 11 sports and all these things happened in season 13 so we're in season 15 and this all started season right. 13 and imagine that by that two seasons ago how much that created that it sparked what you mm-hmm. said flipping mm-hmm. new channels i hear this like yeah, I heard this all the time with rookies flipping through channels and boom there was this game and it looked realistic and it was really cool and it weren't teams you've ever heard of before and then you started investigating right. and right. Then being here yeah and, and it's, it's been great man it's been a great experience you know we we we've enjoyed it, you know. I know I've enjoyed it. And I, I know Scott and Mel and 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 Ron Brody and and other friend of ours, Rob, who's also on um, on Mel's team, defensive end. You know, Rob, well, you know, Rob Brower. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've all enjoyed it, man. It's been it's been a fun experience. You know, um, last year getting into the SFLM was great. You know, playing with Madison. And being a running back there, and we won the championship. You did. You know? You're the championship. You're 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 part of a, a, a the first ever the team first. to win the championship right. in the minors. So you you got to right, put that on the resume as well. That's right. Man. And then we you're going back to the minors too <laughs> as an offensive coordinator. So it's yeah, like man. honestly a great thing to see. And I know the experience you bring um, when it comes down to to that, right? Like the experience that you and Mel have had over the years. Uh, really shows like this th- even though you, you may it may not have been specifically all pro football yeah. um, but you played so many type of uh, football mm-hmm. games that you understand the concept and what you want to do we understand the concept and I am really excited really excited of bringing uh, my offense and style of play to the SFL you know really really looking forward to it you know and seeing that seeing it work in the SFL this is going to be exciting. Yeah, so tell me this. How do you, first of all, feel about now being an offensive coordinator for the Tacoma Park Grizzlies? Like, how did that opportunity come about? Um, and then, like, how does that feel knowing that, hey, like, a few months back, I was in the minors as a running back. <laughs> and now I have the ability to coach other players into being the best for the Tacoma Park Grizzlies. So, uh, well, you know, we, we know we, when we first did yeah, yeah, when we first joined the league, you know, and we were we were taught we had, Mel and I had talked quite extensively about, you know, being uh, at one at some point being head coaches or being coordinators in the league, because it's something we thought that we could bring something to the league. You know, um, we were very familiar with the style of play, so that's something we'd always already talked about before we as we 
first signed up and for applications and everything. And so um, last year, you know, after the SFL and was, and was over with and the draft mm-hmm. was over with, um, and the new teams were announced for the SFLM, I just started looking around, see, you know, who was there and reached out to, to some of the new coaches and had some conversations and, um, you know, and we talked to come out, we talked back and forth and we thought it was a good fit. And um, we're going to make this thing happen, man. We're going to do something different in SFL then, you know, because we're in true excitement. And I'm crazy. very proud, Zeke. Again, you know, just like I tell Mel, your successes and your Scott, Ron, Rob, all you guys, because you got, I'm really cool with Mel. I want you guys to have success. So this was a win. And I'm really glad to see that you got your opportunity. And since you're doing offensive coordinator, like who inspired you? If Who would you say inspires you as an offensive coordinator? And what kind of style? I don't want you to give out your game plan, of course, <laughs> right? But at least your influences. Like what kind of influences or styles of offense, you know, really appeals to you? Without giving, without giving too much away, man. Yeah, don't give it away. I want you to get yeah. an opportunity to go back to the championship as a coach. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I give it too much away. <laughs> Not too much away, man. Um, you know, growing up watching watching football, you know, and, and on a, I'm on talking about the college level. I like the old ball coach out of Florida. Okay. You know, Steve Spurrier. Yeah, Steve Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Redskins. Like, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came to, he came to Washington for a little while. He came to Washington for a little while, but his heyday, brother, down at being the Gators, you know, his heyday, man. So you, you know, guys like him, man, Jimmy Johnson when he's in Miami, yeah, you know, which are great and, coaches, uh, yeah, and and you know, oh, even Steve Spurrier too. I don't want to shoot him down because in South Carolina, where he's at now, he has changed that program. Right, uh, that program before nobody was really talking about South Carolina, and now you hear them being more spoken about. And C. Spurrier sure, seems sure. to he have changed. gotten his yeah. stride again. Yeah, he he he, was, he he changed South Carolina around, you know, and and um, you know, of course, you know what he did with Florida, and mm-hmm. you know what Jimmy did in Miami, and you know, and uh, I love the style, but. I was a big Canes fan back then, man. I love the Canes of, of, you know, the 80s, stuff like that, man, early 90s. But, um, you know, what he did in Miami and the style, the way Miami used to put it on people, you know, and they didn't apologize for if it was, you know, 35 nothing, 45 nothing. He didn't apologize. I mean, I always remember when he, he was the reason Jerry Faust got fired in Notre Dame because Trey Fox could do it with him, man. He didn't put the backups in. They still kept on scoring, <laughs> you know. And there was no apologies, you know. So, you know, then I, even modern day right now, like Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma. Oh, Lincoln you know, Riley, yeah. You know, come a little modern, modern Lincoln Riley, what he's doing there, and what he does with his quarterback that comes to Oklahoma. So, oh, those are good. Those are good style. A good people to kind of mirror your game around and. Gives you a concept of the style that you want to have, which is a very aggressive and relentless offense. So I'm very excited to see what you do with the Tacoma Grizzlies, which I think is a, is a beautiful yeah, color, a beautiful scheme of uniforms and, and, a, and a great uh, logo as well. So it's going to be really cool to yeah. see how you do this season. It's going to be fun. So it's going to be fun, man. Zeke, what about the growth in this league? So now I know that you're OC. 
I know you were you were drafted and you're now you switched positions from running back to um, free safety. But yeah. what does that journey look like? So were you originally was the first time playing in the league in the minors, or did you do a non-contract with any teams uh, in season 14? I originally did a right toward the end of, of that season before I went to the minors. Um, I did a, a non-contract. Uh, as a fullback just to kind of get my feet wet you know with um with mel and, and scott and, and um you know with um with denver okay so you were a night wing as well yeah yeah for, for a brief moment for a brief period <laughs> very brief period okay so very brief period but um you know that was just kind of just getting kind of just getting my feet wet and just kind of being a part of everything watching everything work you know but the goal was you know, to be, be go beyond that fullback position and actually play as a contract position. And then when the minors came along, there was no doubt that that's where I was going, you know, to, to show showcase it in there. So, you know, I was very happy to get drafted or picked up by Madison and the minors, man. And that was a great locker room, great team, great coaches. Everything was, you know, we had we, we were really close, man. We were still close, you know. And, you know, one of your guy, Derek Majors, is our quarterback. Yeah, shout out to Derek. He's going to be on the podcast a little yeah, bit later on shout tonight. Out to Derek, man, Derek, Derek was a great quarterback, man. I thought he was going to make. I thought he was going to play quarterback in the SFL, man. That guy was on point all season long. You know, MVP of the championship game and everything. And I think the poise that your team had as well, right? Because you mm-hmm. started off zero and two, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and I know it didn't look so so great in the first <laughs> right. two, two weeks, <laughs> yes. but the way that you guys turned it around, yeah, man, some very competitive teams, right? You saw Annapolis yeah. again, and I mean, yeah. you guys ended up beating them out. And I know Art is still hurt from that experience, <laughs> right? Uh, you guys beat an Ottawa team that was always on, on, you know, always had their foot on the gas. So, yeah, yeah, and you know that spoke volumes of what you were able to accomplish and to the end of the day say that you guys were champions mm-hmm. I think that's something again you put your hat on that and say that's something that we accomplished and you'll always go down in history being the first team to first. do it always so, being as first <laughs> and, uh, and so now now the goal is now man not only did you win the championship and SFL in as, as a player now you come back as a, as a offensive coordinator and win it again that, that, now, now, you, now you're on the list yeah, now, now you're one of the greats. <laughs> some of those people that you talked about before, right? That's right, man. Now you're on the list, boy. You know, and um, so, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to the season in the essence. Looking forward to this season as we go to week three coming up The Tulsa, man. And uh, that's another great organization, man. Dion's a great owner, man. You know, Berto and those guys are great coaches, man. And I'm happy that, that Tulsa was um, – take a look at me and want me to become a part of the organization that be just starting free safety man so i was very excited and happy about that yeah you, you know, know tulsa has a reputation and it's a very positive uh reputation within the league and and i saw their interview that they did and the un you know unity between the organization was really uh, yeah, very inspiring as well and mm-hmm. i think that was a great organization to start your career with yeah. and um you know i know you were very patient throughout the whole draft experience mm-hmm. and again when you're patient I'm always a person that believes that, you know, things happen for a reason. There's a reason why you went there. And now you got an opportunity to coach and Mm -hmm. show what you got 
outside mm-hmm. of this. So since you've been in the league now for a period of time, what are some of the things that you've learned? Like, what have you learned about the league? What have you learned about um, the game itself? Like, give me some things that you've learned so far in your experience with the SFL. Well, uh, um, what I've, <laughs> well, what I've learned far as um, the game itself, you know, um, how so there's so many, so many parts and pieces to this thing. I mean, there not only other players man but then as a player you can be you know a coach you can be um, a broadcaster man you can be a scout you know you can be a um, a progression trainer so so many moving parts and pieces and so many moving parts and pieces to make an organization work you know it's just can't can't not just one guy it's several guys together you know to put this thing together man to make it work man because you need the coordinators you need your need your scouts you need your media guys you know it's there's so many opportunities for you, so many different things. Like what you're doing now, man, doing this right here is wonderful, man. The live radio thing you're doing is great. You know, that thing's gonna yeah. keep blowing up. You know, I wanna get into also um, broadcasting some games. I wanna give that a shot. Yeah. You know, so, so many things you can do, man. So it's, you're not limited to you join the league and you have to be a player and then that's it. No, they give you opportunities to do so many other things you may wanna try. And that's that's what I really enjoy, you know. Um, the commissioner seems like a really good dude, you know. He's running a really good league. Yeah, uh, and man, he's very committed too. That's the yeah. thing. Like I, I spoke with him uh, going back uh, earlier this week on Tuesday, and uh, it was right. amazing speaking with him. And, and you know, he has passion. Like he this, does. Is, this is something that he's done. Twenty ten is when he started everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, with yeah. The, um, uh, his previous league and then you know he came in and, and, and started the SFL the simulation mm-hmm. football league and right. when you think about it we're talking about it in 2020 there's been so much growth and I even mm-hmm. just see it from my lens from season 14 to season 15 yeah that growth in its own um, you know how you see the production of the, of the streams um, mm-hmm. how you see the interaction between players like it's been amazing to watch that growth and right. the cool part is because it's it's an esport, um, yeah. we're able to do this consistently throughout the year, right. and then at the same time too, we're able to do this in a safe situation, knowing what our current situation is. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're right; we get an opportunity to do this. Like I didn't think about doing. I always wanted to do a podcast. Yeah, the SFL gave me something yeah. to really right. do that with. Yeah, and, and you're right. You want to be a broadcaster, you have the ability to do so. Yeah, and 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 not just hey you're doing it for for the league but you're also doing it for yourself I, you know ashley brought that up she said hey i want to be in espn mm-hmm. the way that esports are going that could possibly be a, a real hey, situation man, the, way, the way esports is way esports is blowing up man i mean you see um you see what's going on on um on 11 sports and some other channels mm-hmm. where they're showing um you know um of course, of course, the Madden Championships, of course, you see that, you know, you see um, different other types of games that they show where they're having championships and, and you know, esports and there, there's competitions and there's money and there's, you see these guys, some of these guys are making, you know, half a million dollars a year, you know, playing, you know, on um, esports, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's actually amazing where it has gone. I mean, you saw during, during COVID when the NBA was not in session instead so they were showing um 2k basketball yeah 2k 2k was being broadcast on espn and various other networks showing 
the local teams against each other, you know. And then they had the guys playing each other, having 2K leagues and MLB, had the MLB leagues, you know. So yeah, it's, it's, def- it's definitely there, man. It's not going anywhere. It's just continuing to grow, for sure. And that's the part that I'm really – I'm excited because mm-hmm. we're here at a position. And, and again, thir- right now you have 14 seasons have gone past. And I've literally – looked at every single from season one Mm -hmm. to season 14 i've seen content and i've looked at a lot of the research and it's amazing and and i think again with this crowd play which we talked about a little bit earlier off air right um you know i think that's going to get the league a little bit uh more engaged and really build fans right and Mm -hmm. there's a difference when you have people who join the league and want to be players but to really create real fans, people that say, yeah. hey, I love your team. You know, I love Tulsa. Like, the support Tulsa actually really has is very inspiring because you guys have been on TV. Um, you right. guys have been on the local news. Um, speaking of the Tulsa Desperados, like, that's huge. Oh, man, and, big time. Big and time. that makes you feel even more, <laughs> you know, me <laughs> and uh, Mel have joked around, but and Jacob has joked around that we care more about the Portland fleet than we do about our own NFL teams. Right, right. <laughs> and it's because the work and, and the effort that we put in and to see what we had worked hard for all offseason to finally yeah. come into play. Yeah. I know I know the record doesn't show that, but the last game, it was an amazing game, and it showed how execution can really play. Mm-hmm, and sure. it doesn't matter if you had a, a team full of gold all the time. Yeah. You can really, if, you're, if you put people in the right position and you pick the right people then they're yeah. always going to excel in whatever you ask them to do so again there's no, yeah, there's no yeah. question about it you don't have to have a team full of right whether it's full of gold or not you know it's about the right guys getting together for one common goal you know and if you get everybody on the same page man no matter if they're all gold or not you know you can make this thing work for sure and all go together with it and achieve what you're looking to achieve so yeah i totally agree with you now Kind of talking about some of these great things because you have a lot of great stuff on your resume now, right? But and I know the championship might be one of the best uh, SFL memories you've had over over (laughs) your your career, right? But Mm -hmm. do you have any other like really memorable memories you have uh, being part of the SFL? Yeah, um, I mean, part of the SFLM, there's some. personal memories, I guess, in SFLM I had when um, putting together, which was another thing which was really, really cool, we put together a hype video, you know, and for my support, for my, for my for myself in SFLM, and so an all, about an eight minute video with all my highlights, yeah. and that was, I loved that, it's something I always I had to look back on, you know, even though I'm not a running back now, still something I always had to look back on. Um, another highlight, was really getting drafted by Tulsa, man, because yeah. it came down to when, you know, I saw how the draft was going and everything like that. So um, there was a team out there that I really would love to play for, you know, and talking to, you know, Berto and everything like that and and, and seeing who Dion was or anything, man. I said, man, I would love to play for Tulsa, man. I even told him, but that, I got to tell him at that point, man, you know, I'm not even you know, talking to anybody else, man. You know, uh-huh. if you guys drafted me, man, that's where I'm coming. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't matter what other team is trying to give me the switch to or do coming up in the later rounds, man. If you guys want me, I'm there. 
you know, I'm there. So I, I'm, I'm, that's a great moment for me, man. I was proud to get drafted that day. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's awesome. Like I said, that story, I think, really resonates because um, I followed it, right? And when you got picked, you know, me and Mel jumped up and we were like, hey, we're so happy for you. And I told Mel, hey, tell Zeke, I said, congratulations. And, yeah, I appreciate uh, that. Just yeah. because, again, you were so patient and it was so difficult, right? I don't think people understand the investment that we really do have into this league. Right, yeah. That yeah. to really sit there, you felt just like any NFL guy who <laughs> didn't go in the first round, didn't go in the second round. He's dropping and he's like sweating. He's like, yo, like it's going to be. I like I got in the green room, man. The camera's <laughs> on you every time. Like, you're, you're the yeah, last I know. One that <laughs> and, the, and, and that's what I'm saying. The, the way that you feel in this game, and it's something that Cam had told me that to make it real for yeah. people like us, he's doing an amazing job on doing yes. that. And, yes. uh, and and I do want to thank him. And I think I thank him almost every podcast, but it's honestly because of him and what he, he envisioned this being and making it real for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You felt that, that, that emotion you would if you were on the grand, on the grand stage, right? I did, man. Yes, you did. Cause you're sitting there watching, you, you kind of, you know, you're watching, you, you know what teams at that in the beginning have need of a certain position. So you kind of have an idea where you think the draft may go, yeah. you know, and as the draft continues to unfold and things are changing and they're not really going where you thought they probably would go, you're like, man, and round after round continues to drop, man. Next thing you know, you're on the third day of the draft, fourth day of the draft, you know, it's like, wow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> When is it going to happen? And, you know, I, I think, again, that's something that uh, I didn't get to experience firsthand. But mm-hmm. I do want to thank every single person we talked to because I'm pretty sure they were waiting just like you yeah. um, to be there. And I, and I think even rookies coming out in the next season that's coming out, right. I'm understanding that it's not the end of the road. There was a couple of really great minor players who went back to the minors just yeah. for now, right? And yeah. um, it's just never ending and it's a never stop you know um you know dream to have to get into the big stage and 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 actually play in the majors i think again um a lot of rookies need to hear that and then also your journey i think a lot of rookies need to hear that too right if they hear this Mm -hmm. podcast and hear what your journey was to get where you're at now Mm -hmm. um is very inspiring for people to understand don't give up Um, no 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 no. that's that's no question man i mean that's been my model my father taught me all the time i mean he's always talking about Rest if you, my dad always told me growing up, and it's always had to recite the poem, man. Rest if you must, but don't you quit, man. And that's that's been always, that's always been um, my thing, man. Don't quit, don't, don't quit, you know. And when he, he passed away, you know, years ago now, but that's the one thing we put on on his his, his marker was don't quit. It's still on, you know. And that's what he always taught me, man. And that's great stuff. That's really oh, great man. stuff. And, oh yeah. So now that you became an OC, mm-hmm. um, what other goals do you have? And we talked about you want to do broadcasting, so I know yeah. that's a goal. But what are, what is the major like? What are the goals that you either end result goals or whatever the case may be? Do you want to be able to accomplish in your SFL career? As, as, as besides winning a championship, besides winning a championship, which you've already <laughs> done once. Yeah, but I want to I want to win one with Tulsa, man. Too, man. Now don't forget, man. We want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. It's different in, in, in the majors, right? And you're dealing yeah. with players who are on a different skill level. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like winning the national championship and then going into the NFL and being like, hey, but I really want that Super Bowl, right? Yeah, man. No um, question about it. But, um, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I would like to um, 
like I said, you know, definitely one of one of the goals was to be an OC, and, and now I'm getting the opportunity to do that now. And another goal, you know, would be um, get into um, get into broadcasting and, and really seeing how that works, you know. And um, you know, Scott and I have talked about doing something together in broadcasting oh, as a broadcast team. Yeah, oh, we wow. talked about being a broadcast team, you know, and um, that's something that that's what we would like to do. Um, I need to. I talked to Ashley about that too, and she gave me some good contacts to to reach out to to be a part of that. So I think we're going to try to do it here soon and see what just see what happens. You know, yeah. See what happens. Um, you know, other other goals, man. It's just just to be successful in the league and enjoy, enjoy enjoy myself in this league, man. I mean, just have a good time and enjoy myself. Be a good teammate, also do everything I can to help this team win. You know. That's a great stuff, right? And, you know, again, congratulations on, on just both going to Tulsa and going to the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. So now that we know what the end goal we want to be able to accomplish, where do you want to be in two seasons? So two seasons from now when we talk in season 17, you know, okay. where do you want to be at, at by that point in time? Um, I still like to be – I plan on still being with Tulsa. Um, still plan on being a starting free safety, but by that time, I plan on being to the point where um, I'm, a, I'm a Pro Bowl player nice. for yeah. free safety. Um, that's kind of that's kind of impact that I want to have, man. You know, um, in the SFLM, um, if I'm fortunate enough in SFLM, I still like to be an OC and maybe even. Um, be a head coach, which are really great goals, right? Like I, I love to hear what people want to do. Uh, myself in the future, right now I'm all Portland, and, and getting this organization not mm-hmm. just one championship, but countless championships. Sure. And mm-hmm. um, I think the really great thing is just having alignment with your leadership, and yeah. I think we have that. And, and, and Mel and Jacob, mm-hmm. and myself are really, uh, and Art as well. Um, you know, we are really trying to make sure that um, it, this is going to be something that is continuous and, and, and very good. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to be something that is uh, is going to be great overall, right? So, sure. um, I mean, because when I, because just want to say this real quick, you know, because when when um, I talked to Dion and I talked to Berto and everything before I was drafted. You know, and, and I told them, you know, you know, I gave them my commitment that um, I wasn't coming just to just to come in this year, just to be drafted, come in and leave. You know, I was coming to make a long term commitment to talk. Yeah. You know, I gave and I, you know, I, I give my word. That's my word. You know, my words my bond. So I've given them my commitment, man, that I, I'm here for a long term at Tulsa. So. And they got to steal, right? You were talking it's, about you. They got to steal with you and. Yeah. And I know definitely they'll develop you and get you to where you want to be. Oh, no question about it. So let's talk about a little bit about uh, your thoughts about week two, right? So, and <laughs> it doesn't have to be any specific type of game, right? Because you and me both uh, uh, took a loss and see yes. in week two, right? But um, yeah, give me yeah. your thoughts overall, the games that you saw, um, you know, how did you think the outcomes went? Did, did they go the way that you expected or did you have some surprises? Uh, let me know how you felt week two went. Oh, uh, a couple of a couple observations um, that I was able to take take a look at. I mean, as far as our team goes, it's a tough loss, you know. 
tough loss, man. Um, my man Gabriel Manning, though, boy, he showed out, though, man. I mean, I mean to, and he's, he's a leader, too, on oh, man. major boards. Oh, so that's, man. That's huge, right? His, hey, his, his, kick, his kick return was amazing. And then, again, what he's able to do with limited touches, right? That, it's not like you threw it to him yeah. 15 times. Right. He maybe touched the ball you know five times but out of those five times he scored most of those times and got so much yardage and when i heard that he's already within two games at 500 yards that cat's a problem man that cat's a problem that's all i want to say (laughs) and i'm glad he's on our team (laughs) (laughs) exactly right so did you see did you feel like anything was like um and again it doesn't have to be in detail but did you, were there any surprises to you? Were there anything that really made you? No, it was, yeah, something was impressive to me. Um, what was impressive to me was um, Arizona, Ashley Jackson and Arizona um, quarterbacking. Um, I think she had two incompletions that game. Yeah. I think she went like 33 for 35, something like that for 250 yards, man. And only two incompletions. That's amazing. And her first two games, the first two games, I think she's had seven incompletions in two games, and she has been on point. I mean, that's that's, that's ridiculous, you know. It is very hard to do, right? Especially yeah. in that league where you see a lot of people, um, you know, again, ball control, having ball safety, it's, it's it's definitely a real thing, and it can make and break you in the game. Yeah, no question and, about it. Uh, to see her be successful and them getting their first win, I'm very happy for them, for Eddie Gage and Ashley yeah, Jackson. Yeah, definitely both. Eddie, Eddie and Ashley, both of them. That was just, yeah, I was very impressed with those passing numbers, man. I mean, that's just taking care of the ball, efficiency, not turning the ball over. I mean, you, you play a whole game, you throw the ball 35 a lot of times, 37 times, only, and only two incompletions. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and then it's, it's, it's something that definitely you have to recognize. Right. And then, um, you know, I hate to bring it up, but I want you, you. You got a game, man. You know, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right, right? Like, like we kind of talk off air. Um, I'm very proud of what my team was able to accomplish. And sure, man, it was tough. That was, that was a good game. It's just a tough. It's a tough way to lose, man. On on when you like that, man. When the team drives down and kicks that field goal on you, man, like that, man. It, you know, that guy, um, Kramer over there at Denver, man, I don't think that yeah. cat ever misses anything. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's pretty accurate. And, <laughs> and again, right, like um, it, it, that game was a very um, great stepping stone for us yeah, sure. as a team and as an organization. And it sure. showed a glimpse of the uh, vision that we definitely have. And, oh, there's no and, question. And, your boy, my boy over there, uh, your boy over there, Derek Majors, man, um, in a pick six in that game. Had a pick six. And then, uh, you know, also Chris Stotch got his first, his first mm-hmm. two interceptions. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are things that we, we had seen in these guys, right? Like uh, Derek, yeah. Derek's story is a little bit different because, you know, we weren't sure what was going to happen since he was such a high caliber uh, quarterback. But um, with the rest of the team, uh, th- this, is, this wasn't by chance. You know, I, we knew what Chris was uh, possible you know what he had right. possible and it, it, you know and then he shows out in his second game and boom two interceptions i i think again that speaks volume of this team and they're a growing team and and that's what i, I felt like that shown right yes it was a tough loss yes to lose by one sucked when you were ahead for so for mm-hmm. so long yeah man yeah but 
like we said, it showed what we were able to accomplish and with progressions and with um, people growing, right. that opens up more opportunities and makes us very deadly. And I mean, mm -hmm. you saw the first game with Frank Champions and what he was able to accomplish. Oh man, so many he's tackles all over for he's loss. And then he had his interception that game. And, um, and that was Chris again. Chris batted it up. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a tip drill, and boom, went straight to Frank Champions, and he, he did that. And then you got this game, and how that went. Dakota as well, right? Had his right, right. Game. Like, a lot of these guys have great already, uh, 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 you know, moments that mm -hmm. I'd love to see that, and that's the vision we had when we put this team together. Yeah. Like, all the time and the effort, and you know how much Mel puts in his work, right? Oh, yeah, I know. So, I, I uh, you know. can just imagine how me and Jacob went ahead and, and, and fed him as well. We all fed each other's energy to make sure we got this done. It was really great to see. So, as much as it was a difficult loss, mm -hmm. I promise you, um, it was a it was still a very positive experience because it showed what was possible and with growth how much that can actually grow so uh, it's a stinger but yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, one that showed a I lot know. of opportunity sure also oh, i also want to give a shout out to um my man uh scott johnson you know yeah good friend good very good friend um like a brother like family you know we we grew up together and um, get his first uh, two touchdowns in the SFL last week for Vegas. Yeah, very happy to see him be very involved. And, you know, when the game started, I know they were definitely questioning what he was going to be able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And Scott showed the, the threat that he is on the field. It doesn't right. necessarily he has to be the, a runner. He was catching balls out in the yes, field right. and really got some critical yardage. Um, mm -hmm. And really help uh, uh, Ramen, you know, get those small chunks and, and, and really got him to show what was possible. And, you know, you saw that relationship building, which yeah. is really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'm really happy for, for Scott as well. And it, it yeah. just, you know, it sucks because, you know, going into uh, uh, week three, he's going to be a rival. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, man. <laughs> but, you know, at the, end of, at the end of the day, it is it is part of this game. But it, it uh, is really good to see Scott getting getting some recognition as well. Yeah, that yeah. No, no, no doubt. I, mean, I think he had, he had about 40, 50 yards rushing, about 40, 50 yards receiving, so about almost 100 yards total offense and two touchdowns. So, you know, he's, he's doing his thing. He's going to be better and better each week too as well. Yeah. Yeah. So so let's talk about a little bit of week three, right? And I don't need you to oh, get into details about what do you think it may happen or who's going to win where, but – is there any game that you're looking forward to? And if you are looking forward to this game, why? Why, why that exact game? Like, what are some of the games you're looking forward to? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to our, to our game against uh, Louisiana. Sure. You know, we, we need we need this win this week, you know. Um, this week, we got to get that W, man. And anything else is unacceptable. We got to get this win this week. Um, I'm also looking forward to your game, man. And because it's... <laughs> Because it's you, it's Mel, it's Scott, you know, it's Rob. That's gonna be everybody, basically. All we you need know. is Ron and you, and <laughs> it's right. the whole crew. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm on the side. I gotta be impartial, man. I'm like, man, you know, I got Mel over here, and you over there. I got Scott over here, man. I'm like, man. Yeah. So and, I'm and just gonna be, I'm just gonna be watching because I, I'm just gonna be watching, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that game. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? I appreciate it. I really do. And 
you know, there's a couple games that I'm very interested in seeing. Um, I think the one that I really want to see is going to be the Jacksonville versus Queen City. Um, okay. I think, again, even though, yes, Queen City didn't have the game that everybody expected, there's still a very strong organization that can turn right. around in a dime. And mm-hmm. Jacksonville is a very strong organization as well. Who These are two of the – one of the older teams in the league. Right. And mm-hmm. going against it, and they're, they're really good, you know. So I'm looking forward to that game. What, what about that What about that Atlanta game? On, um... Atlanta ver- versus Denver is definitely another game that I have mm-hmm. circled. Yeah. Um, that I think, again, is going to be a very great game. I know Atlanta hasn't, like, you know, won first game, lost the second game to, uh, you know, of a repeat of the championship. Yeah. And I know they're going to come back with a vengeance, right? That organization is one that seems very unified. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know they're going to bounce back because that's just their attitude is that, hey, we're not going to let nothing bring us down, whether we lost or we won't, you know, whatever the situation, the outcome comes to be, we're still going to move forward. And I think that's very big. And I think another game that I'm, I'm interested in too is the Baltimore versus Carolina. That's a rivalry. Yes, um, right. That's, you know, that's a huge rivalry. If you ever look on Gen Chat, uh, you'll mm-hmm. see them calling each mm-hmm. other names and whatnot. <laughs> and, and it goes back. So these are going to be very huge. That's going to be a very exciting game to see. And I mean, all the games are going to be good in their respective, you know, times. Sure. But just some of these sure. have a little bit of background with one another. And just again, looks like a lot of great games are going to fare through this. And, you know, I think you talked about some pretty good games. And I'm glad that you're going to be supporting us, just like I'll be supporting you and watching your game. Well, there's no question. I'm, I'm supporting, man. I mean, I'm just sitting there watching. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking sides in that game. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you're going to be game. neutral. You know, I'm glad you're going to be neutral because you got some, uh, got some folks on both sides yeah, of the field man. that you got, you got to be neutral. If not, somebody's going to take it personal. Man, I, I talk to them cats every day, man. So, you know, <laughs> I talk to both of them on a daily basis, man. Either in text or on the phone. So, I'm just yeah. staying on the sideline neutral on that Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, and I appreciate it. Now, the last thing, you know, yeah, Z, I, I want you, it, it's just your last thoughts, right? Like, put out, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, um, anything, like uh, any, if you have social media, if you have, you know, anything, or anything you want to talk about in these last time, the floor is yours. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to really put yourself out there and, 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 and let folks know the great person that you are. Uh, so the floor is yours. Hey man, first of all, appreciate appreciate you inviting me on tonight, man, and giving me the opportunity to talk to you and, and chat it up with you and just just have a conversation, man. It's like in the barbershop, we just talking back and forth, you know, nothing scripted. We just having a good time and enjoying each other's company, talking, man, talking SFL. Yeah, you know, uh, I really appreciate that, man. And um, one thing, man, I just want you know, it's a tough time out here right now, man. I just want everybody out here to be safe, man. Just I hope everybody's taking this thing seriously. And, um, you know, wear, wear your mask, man. Wear your mask. Whatever you think, just wear your mask, man. Too many people out here, you know, um, getting sick or leaving us way too early. For, and they should, they still, still should be here, man. And so please take this COVID-19 thing seriously, man. Wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, wash your hands. You know, and just be safe out there, man. Just be safe, man. You yeah, know. definitely. Definitely. I think you know, if it's not, and if not for yourself, man, be think, think about, you know, don't be selfish about it. Think about your grandparents or your parents, you know, other people in your life you want to contact with that could be affected 
and, you know, something if you get asymptomatic like that. So just be safe out there, man. I think that's a good message, definitely. And, you know, I think, again, what's happening now is going to change how we do things in the future. Just no question, man. And uh, it shows you how quickly something can spread. Um, mm-hmm. You know, think about it. We, we, we're talking about beginning of this year, hearing yeah. about COVID, and now it, it, it's touched our shores and it's right. now affecting how our day-to-day lives go, right? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, grocery stores have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, retailers have to adjust. Yeah. Everybody had to make an adjustment to to this, and it, mm-hmm. it shows that we have to be more careful. And you know, again, they'll tell you, you know, you got to go through these things to to grow from it, right? Mm-hmm. But this is something that I think is again a serious situation, and yeah. and I hope folks understand too that, uh, yeah, it, it is that serious. You got to take it. Is, it is, man. You know, I mean, you, you I mean, it's, it's changed our sports. You know, sports that we love to watch. You know, it's completely changed everything when it comes to our sporting events, man. Our basketball, our baseball, hockey, soccer, football, whatever you like. You know, it's completely changed it, man. It's changed our schools. You know, it's changed our college sports. You know, like you said, just a, you, take, you take for granted, you know, grocery store runs or going to the store or just hanging out with friends, man. You know, all that's changed now. You know, yeah. even families can't even hang out together anymore, you know? Yeah. And I think you know. if we all do our part, um, that can get back to some type of normalcy, but I think again, letting people know that you making a small sacrifice um, mm-hmm. go a long way. And I'm gonna tell you, at work, I wear my mask probably uh, eight to ten hours, mm-hmm. right? and the only time I ever get to take it off is when I take my lunch. Right, uh, you can't eat through a mask, right? But yeah. <laughs> you know, again. If I make that sacrifice, I expect other people to make that sacrifice because it's not just for me. It's for you. It's for mm-hmm. my employee safety. It's for my customer safety. It's for everybody's safety. So everybody's safety, man. You know, it's for my family and everything, man. You know, so you know that's that's all that's that's all I want to say, man. Just everybody, just be safe, man. You know, be safe, be careful. You know, this, this is something that's real out here, for real, man. Yeah, definitely. And is there any way that people can contact you, Zeke? You know, is there a way that if a rookie wants to reach out to you, we'll figure out how they can grow within this league? Is there a way they can reach out to you to, uh, to you know, to basically get some of this wisdom that you've gotten over this period of time? Yeah, man, you can always hit me um, on, on Discord. Find me on Discord. Um, Ezekiel Love on Discord. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Zeke Love on Twitter as well. Yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to me and talk to me about anything, man, we can just chat it up. You know, I'm always open to talk to anybody, man. If you want some advice, I'm willing to provide what I know, you know. And, um, you know, I'm very open to talking to anybody, man. So feel free. Well, again, Zeke, I appreciate the time. I appreciate your ability to uh, adapt. And I think that ability is carrying forward to, to the league as well. So again, thank you Amen. so much for taking the time. Hey, and again, if you ever want to be back on the podcast, you are more than welcome. You, your family. So if you ever want to come in, share some of these great things during your season or during your when you're coaching, you're more than welcome. Let me know. You know, I got. Oh you. man, there's no question about it, man. I appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. You want me to come on? I'm here. You know, I support you, man. I support you, man. So I'd love to come back. I appreciate it, Zeke. Well, you have a good night. All right. And then uh, we're going to go to uh, next to Derek Majors.
So, welcome to the shipyard. I appreciate you guys being here. I have a special guest today. Uh, my starting cornerback, my captain of my team, uh, Derek Majors. Derek, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, man. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate you reaching out and saying, hey, Nelson, I want to be part of this. Um, I, will, I told you what my goal was in this segment is to give my players an ability to share who you are and, and give fans an opportunity to get to know the players that they're following and uh, really get to know you. So I want to thank you for reaching out to me and saying, hey, Nelson, I want to do this, be the first Portland player to be on the shipyard um, to to really show what, what this organization is about. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, no problem, man. Uh, so let's let's get started. So who's Derek Majors? Tell me a little bit about you, um, and what who make what makes Derek. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, first and foremost, um, well, I'm from the city of Chicago. Um, I was born and raised there. I actually live out in the northwest. So, first town from there. No, no less than an hour. Um, um, I'm a twenty. I'm 27. I'm not sure if anybody knows that but I'm relatively pretty young still um I actually have a daughter um who's my world and oh uh, man I'm just a football fanatic pretty much I mean that's pretty that's pretty much me in a nutshell man like I live and breathe football um if I'm not you know doing anything from the SFL you know I'm definitely looking up stuff on the you know college football you know NFL even you know any type of level of football you know, I just um so, I mean, that's pretty much. Oh, and I'm also a big nerd when it comes to, you know, comic books, you know, <laughs> things, things yeah. of that nature. So, yeah. yeah, man, that's just one of the hobbies of mine that I'm pretty. And 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 that's the cool part, right? Like, you and me have connected as well around comic books. Um, oh yeah. And I don't want to deep into that yet. I do want to talk about who's your favorite superhero and why, and some man. maybe influences. And, and the persona that you may want to bring out with uh, Derek Majors, you know, with us, right? Um, of course. But, you know, again, like you were talking about, uh, if anybody had heard your podcast uh, podcast with Ashley Jackson, and we talked about that, right? Like, that's the first time I heard you, and, and, and I told you I was always enamored with the way that you carried yourself and the leadership that you've shown and then the, the ability to articulate your thoughts and you spoke with such conviction. I think, again, those are great things from there. But, it, you know, we were talking about what do you do outside of the league and you actually play semi-pro football, uh, which right. I think is, is really cool uh, because you are showing that passion of, of playing for the SFL but also playing – you know, in, in a semi-professional league and then having those opportunities. And I think that's such a cool thing and a fun fact for a lot of folks to know too, to know what you're able to do. And your daughter, you were telling me, is two years old, a, a credible age um, as yeah. well. <laughs> and, you know, uh, <laughs> if you, <laughs> you know, I, I think she needs to know how great her father is and, wh and what he's able to do on and off the field. So oh, yeah, man. Um, going on kind of a little bit about the comic books now, right? That we kind of share some of those facts. Um, oh, yeah. Who do you like the most? So D DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse. Um, what is your favorite, <coughs> right? And, and why do you like that? We'll start with that. Why do you like whoever your favorite is? Okay, well, it's like every time I get into this topic with someone, they always press me to... You know, I have to choose a side, and it sucks because I really don't want to choose a side because both of them have so much to bring 
Um, I look more at DC, more of this, like, you know, dark side, pretty much, you know? And, you know, I like to embrace the villain inside of me. And I just feel like that, it's nice anything, know. <laughs> you know, anything Batman, pretty much, that just like anything Batman, it's just like, I want to bring that, you know, Bane is one of my like favorite villains of all time. And as far as that goes, like watching the Dark Knight Rises and like, you know, just watching that, that's kind of makes me like who I really want to be in life for, for some reason. I don't know, that's kind of hard to explain, but like, it's just, you know, that's why I kind of like give it the edge kind of the DC, just because, you know, I kind of relate more to the, you know, the Bruce Wayne, the, you know, the Dark Knight side. You know, I can, you know, I just feel that more, you know, I just, that more of a, you know, comparison in that way. But don't get me wrong, Marvel, I mean, Spider-Man, the Avengers, all that stuff, man. Like, every single time those movies came out, I was right there watching them, you know? And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of sad that all that ended. And I'm just kind of like on my, you know, on the edge of my seat just waiting for, you know, us to get something now. But, I mean, yeah, no, I, got totally. Plus, I got Disney Plus. I got Disney so I can watch all the movies anytime. So, like, that's why I can get that. But, I mean... That's what I like to do. If I'm not watching anything football, man, the most definitely have an Avenger movie on, um, a Batman movie. I'm probably watching Suicide Squad, Swamp Thing. Probably watching um, what's the show called? Um, wow, I forgot the show. I um, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. That's one of my favorite shows to watch as well. So um, yeah, and it really depends, right? Like the whole comic book debate. I, I get that too, and and yeah, I was the same way, right? So uh, when I first started getting back into comics right um right. i was a very big marvel fan now the comic book universe and the movie universe are two separate things if we're talking exactly. about the movie universe i will take marvel over dc i think right. the ability much, yeah. that they're able to tell a story and make you have investments into this um i think marvel has knocked it out of the park Exactly. DC right now is struggling but if you're talking about comics now this is where I had to learn right ignorance is bliss until you get into a place and I went into my first comic book shop a great comic book shop here in Maryland called Third Eye Comics so shout outs to them but they were the ones that showed me that it's more about the writers and the characters that you're invested in than exactly. DC Marvel or Image or, or, or Dark Horse or whatever it was and um then I started really understanding that I like more cosmic events. I like major events. I like events that are big to to build up, like an end game, right? But in the comic book series. So you like the Infinity Gauntlet, basically. Infinity Gauntlet. I love yeah. the Green, the, the wow. Lantern Wars. I yeah. love those. Um, and and again, that's what really showed me um, exactly what. Um, what was, what was you know again really out there and then like i shared with you like my favorite comic book character we're talking about dc is the blue beetle uh and the new right. one right uh, because oh, yeah. of the the heritage and, and being hispanic and then how cool he is with his suit and we talked about young justice and i love young justice i think dc um dc's animated series have always been amazing i mean you can even go oh, yeah. back to batman um, oh, yeah. the original series, right? Um, that really showed what was possible in the 90s um, of how great that can be. 
So exactly. again, you know, it, it's really cool to do that. And it's so funny because people grew up with me. They're like, I never knew you were a comic book fan, but my oh, comic yeah. book story, and I would love to hear your first comic book story. But my first comic book story was, um, I we went to a 7-Eleven, right? My mom was taking me to school and we'll go to 7-Eleven, right? It was right there. And if I skipped breakfast, she couldn't make it. We stopped by 7-Eleven and pick up something really quickly. And at that time, 7-Eleven used to sell. And hopefully, you know, wherever parts of the United States, maybe 7-Eleven's not there, but it's basically just a convenience store. Um, right. So went in there and I saw the comic book and it was actually Deadpool. It was a series that Bullseye was in there, right? So wow. um, I went ahead and, 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 and got that comic book and... You know, at that time, being a comic book fan, it wasn't, it was so intimidating. Like being a kid and going to a comic book shop was a very intimidating thing because one, those were people who knew what they were talking about. And then two, it was it was kind of a stigma and I was afraid of that stigma, so it kept me away. But when I grew up and I realized, hey, I don't care what nobody thinks, um, I went into, into that realm and now I own so many comic books. So that's kind of like my comic book story. Do you remember your first comic book story by any chance or your first experience with comics? Okay, so um, this is kind of funny, but like I didn't I didn't really go into any comic book stores. It was just more so of, um, it was kind of just like, okay, so I remember I was in third grade and my teacher, she used to have us, you know, give us like you know, an hour to read or anything like that. You know, it didn't matter what you had to read. And I didn't have anything, you know? And yeah. I was looking, I was looking around and then I saw this like stack of books pretty much. It was like magazines. And come to find out, it was like a Power Ranger, um, it was a Power Ranger comic book. And I didn't, I was a big comic, like Power Ranger fan growing up. And Who I didn't was know it? it? Who was it back in the day? <laughs> what's my favorite, uh, what's my favorite Power Ranger? Well, no, I'm saying who wasn't oh. back in the day with, with oh, Power Rangers? Oh, 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 true, but who, that's true. who is I your mean, favorite, though, growing right. up? Oh, the Red Ranger, of course. I mean, I'm a leader, so I got to... <laughs> I mean, you can go back and forth to who's the real leader, the White Ranger. Or the Red Ranger. But I mean, I'm a leader. And Red is my favorite color, so I'll go with that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, read, like, I literally took it, man, and I, like, I actually like took it from my teacher because I said, "Can I have this? Like, this is cool. Like, can I have this comic book." And I, mm-hmm. dude, I tell you, I read that comic book from front to back, for, like three weeks straight, man. Like, it was, it was so awesome because, like, for one, I never knew that they had like pirates the comic book. So it was like, yeah. wow, dude. And then, like, you know, after that, I just started to, you know, I didn't, I never really like paid for them like to have for some reason. I don't know why, but it was always like something I would pay for a subscription yeah. for it and like read it online and things like that. But, I mean, and then after that, man, I just started to get more into more into like different types of, like I said, I started to get more into more like different types of genres pretty much. Like I went from, then I started to read more of comic books from, um, you know, Batman. And then I went to, then I switched over to Spider-Man. And then those were like my first few comic books that I had, like each of those. And then that's basically when I grew on to my superhero session, pretty much learning more about Batman than learning about like, different Spider-Mans. And then like, that's when I just started and over time, I just started to broaden my horizon, just reading different types, just so I can get, you know, get a feel for each character. And then, I mean, then, then ever since, man, I'm just, I'm just a geek for anything that's pretty much, you know, anything superhero related. Pretty much, I'm like, I'm just a fool for it now. So, I mean, yeah. I and I, I and my bad, but like, no, you good. Right now, and then right now, it's just, 
you know, I still look at the Power Rangers and I always think about like, hey man, you know, it was such a good time looking at that and I just remember like all the times where, like, where it's some, like, I feel like that everything came from that, like that generation pretty much. So, I mean, then then that's why I, I still read everything from like, like from back then and all the way up to now. You know, it was such a good time and I'm yeah. see how far everything came pretty much it was, you know it's pretty good to see so. yeah you're right and you know I have a story with the Power Rangers too right so my favorite was always the Black Rangers act um, oh yeah yeah you know it, it, I always like his style and, and how he was and again diversity right like when you mm. can see somebody who reflects you as a person or, or, or a minority or something it gives you some type of connection right um so i always loved zach I always chose zach at you know when you would play as a kid and be like who which power ranger you wanted to be and whatnot named a couple pets zach like i had like 20 <laughs> Zachs, right so That's i dope. really did enjoy that character and uh what's cool um so my mother uh, went ahead and, you know, she was always in, in, into the entertainment business and um, she had met Zach or, the, the, you know, the guy who plays Zach. Yeah. And um, he went ahead and, and, and my mother told him, she was like, my son loves you. At first, she didn't know. She was like, you look very familiar. He's like, well, maybe you see me on Power Rangers. And he said, she's like, that's it. My son loved wow. you as a kid and it would be crazy to meet you. So he gives her her card. And actually, what you don't know is that he actually is a salsa teacher. So the what? dance and everything like that, yeah, he's a salsa teacher. So he's like, here's my card. When you're in town, let me know and I'll, I'll meet your son and, and everything like that. Now, fast forward, my mother passed away and that never happened, right? So we have a convention here in, our, in my area uh, called, Com uh, well, it's not Comic Con, it's called Awesome Con. Okay. And um, the character who plays Zach, and I don't know why my head is is forgetting his name, but he showed up there. So I we went ahead, we went, waited in line for a while because it's the first time that he came into um, the area. So that that line was long, and it was him, uh, the guy who plays Billy, and all that stuff. And when I met him, I was starstruck, and and I told him, you know, hey. I was supposed to meet you back in the day. He was like, what do you mean? I said, well, well, you were doing salsa. My mother had met you and she had gotten your card and I was supposed to meet you. And that didn't happen. And I told him, you know, my mother passed away and whatnot. And that never came to fruition. And then boom, you're here now and I'm able to meet you and take a picture with you and everything. And he right. signed the picture. And um, when I tell you that he was like, wow, you know, like that's so crazy and the impact that that ended up doing you know it was amazing I, i'm not gonna lie i teared up because not because of so much that i was starstruck it was just that my mother had originally set that up to be the setup and finally i got to meet him and he's a really great guy awesome very personable um really appreciates his fans and uh, again the impact that power rangers made in culture like you said it sure. made a lot of spinoffs a lot of People a wanted lot. to be the Power Rangers, and same thing with with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, there was a whole bunch of spinoffs with those. Um, the, that that gen that that era was very huge, and you can still feel that impact now. Where you know you you meet your idols, who were you are in the kids. So I think that's really cool. Now let's get back to <laughs> the SFL. Um, right. How did you? So what's your SFL story? So walk me through how you got from finding the league to being 
where you're at now. Walk me through that that SFL story of yours. Okay, well, let's jump to when I first discovered the league. Um, just like you said, man, um, I was, you know, I'm playing semi pro and I'm trying to, you know, further my career playing pro and seeing where that takes me. But once I'm once it's said and done, my main focus would be coaching. Like, you know, that's actually my passion. Um, I want to learn everything I could about coaching as far as, you know, if it's sim simulation leagues, you know, different type of games, whatever, it can be Madden, you know, anything based pretty much just so I can learn the in and outs of, you know, you know how to basically handle, you know, a team pretty much. I know a game, game, you know, fictional world is different from real life, you know, from reality. You know? Uh, but it's it still helps, you know, but um, yeah, anyways, I was searching for something different pretty much. I was a part of different, you know, simulation online games, not leagues pretty much. And um, I come across the simulation football league and I, what's that? <laughs> and I seen a, I seen the video that was on a website and I realized that, you know, the game that you that they use was actually a game that I used to play all the time in Xbox of course. And I thought that was so cool, just the way that everything was, the commentary, the way the graphics, everything, you know. And I wanted to get in. I wanted to figure out how I was going to get into the. How can I get into this? And most definitely, everybody was inviting. Um, every it was. I caught on pretty quick, you know. I mean, I couldn't. I didn't have to do much but check in. I was. Um, I started um, a few weeks, um, the last few weeks of season 13, um, all the way through season 14, and I finally became, I was the third most checked-in player overall, first quarterback, yeah, quarterback, everybody, <laughs> and um, um, I actually became the quarterback for the Madison Lynx for the first ever inaugural inaugural semi semi simulation football league minor league team. And um through that the whole experience, man, it's it was definitely a world where I can only think I it literally felt like yesterday they were just team the thing and then finally when I um was able to get my subscription and my pro subscription, I finally was able I was named on the Madison um, after that, man, everything was, it went very smooth, man. I mean, it was pretty much from day one, everything was cool, man. Like the locker room, the guys in the locker room, man, that was like, uh, those those guys, man, they had the energy of a team that you knew that it was something special for them. I tell you that. Much. And, um, you know, every single one of those guys, they knew what they wanted to be and they knew what they wanted to do. Our goals was, everybody was on the same page. Our coaching staff, you know, shout out to Bertho tomorrow. Um, shout, out to, shout out to Jacob Clear, the OC, you know, those guys, you know, they definitely, you know, those first two games, you know, the first game that we had, it was, it, it was bad. It was a <laughs> we, challenge, I, yeah, it was, it it was, was a challenge. It was a challenge, yeah. you know, but I mean, it's safe to say, I'm, I mean, I'm not with them anymore, and it's, you know, it's history, but I can say that game was pretty bad, and, you know, I didn't like it, you know, especially me being the quarterback of a team that, you know, basically couldn't put up many points and came up short, like, every single drive, you know, that definitely, you know, left a little, you know, bad, you know, bad taste in my mouth. And, you know, it sucks because you can't do much about it because you're not actually out there. So, like, you know, you can only do so much. But, um, you know, second game come, you know, we saw, you know, we were better, um, but still fell short. And, you know, we weren't in a place where we thought we were going to be in the first, you know, first few weeks of the season. 
but everything's changed, man. We stayed on pace. We knew it. We had, you know, plenty, plenty season left. You know? So uh, we trusted our coaches. We trusted each other, and then we went on that five-game win streak, and then ultimately, you know, becoming the first seed in the, you know, going into the playoffs, and then ultimately just winning the whole thing. So I mean, that was that was very special because honestly, that was like the first championship I've ever won in like a simulation format pretty yeah. much and like so I mean I won a few fantasy football league championships but that was in the past but like I mean this, yeah. this is different <laughs> yeah it is different but, uh, <laughs> so like you know but I mean and yeah dude I mean up to that point it was it was pretty good you know it, I was feeling good um, I was feeling good about my chances of being a quarterback in the pros um, but I mean obviously things didn't work out that way but I mean, fortunately, I'm with a, a great team, with a great players and a great, you know, or great staff all around. So, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better at this point. So, I mean, but other than that, man, I mean, it's been a it's been a journey. I mean, pretty much just to see how much the league grew from from the time from where I started. I mean, I was in I was only here for like three, two, three and a half seasons, but like just to see the transition of everything. I mean. It's nice right. to see, so, and it's um, nice to see yeah. that I was a part so, like of it. It was pretty much like so, a whirlwind, man. But, like, it was a journey um, just to see how much transition and everything was. So, um, <clears throat> but I was just like, you know, I was just glad to be a part of it. Um, I mean, I would go through draft day, but I really don't want to relive that experience. But I will relive the experience of, like, you know, being, hearing my name called, to be honest with you, man. That yeah. was like, being on the TV with my daughter, that was a good, you know, that was a good, um, you know, that in the was dance, in the dance. Yeah. Can't oh man. The dance. You know, a lot of people. Like, it was just, it was just something. I was honestly wasn't even trying to do that. I was trying something else in my mind, but I was just. I mean, I was just in the moment, man. That's why. So, <laughs> I was just happy to hear my name called. I was just happy. To and I'm gonna say right because I think again the definition of of how you again with Madison right like to go through yeah. the two losses and I'm pretty sure people wrote you off and how you guys went as a team through all that adversity and then to win it all. And uh, I, I think that speaks volumes. And, and I always, and I told you, right, like the thing that impressed me the most is how you always had your team's back and how you kept oh, yeah. a level of professionalism when you did that. I'd never seen you name calling or any of that stuff. You were just like, look, you're going to see it on the field. You're going to see how it goes. And um, you held your, your own and, that's that's such a Cinderella story um, to oh, go yeah, through man. and do that, and then you, again you don't have to relive the draft experience, <laughs> but um, same thing Cinderella story where we were able to bring you on, and um, and you've been able to do great things in, in in such a small period of time and building with our organization, which we're more than happy about. And um, oh, yeah. I think again that speaks volumes on who you are as a person and and why we brought you into into our organization right and had that opportunity to. So um, so we you get drafted and now you're a cornerback. So what made you say hey um, from QB to cornerback? What what appealed to you that that type of position of a cornerback? So I thought about this long and hard. It actually took me like a few days to consider what I wanted to do. At first, I wanted to. Um, I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know what the um, what the exact rules were for 
um, being a quarterback, like if I wanted to make my secondary uh, another offensive player, like because I was thinking like to make him a uh, wide receiver because Chad Johnson, um, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and um, of course that's another fun fact. Um, <laughs> um, Chad Good Johnson is now. like my okay. <laughs> Chad Johnson is like my all-time, you know, favorite Cincinnati Bengal all-time favorite NFL player, and number 85 is like my favorite number as well. So like. Um, I was thinking about, you know, maybe I'd go to the change to be a wide receiver and, you know, like, do that. I mean, I wouldn't mind. That's, like, my favorite, second favorite anyway. But I thought that was kind of too easy uh, in a way. I kind of figured that was, like, something as far as, like, you know, just a lot of wide receivers. Yeah, there's probably a lot of secondary field at that, you know, at that as well. So I wanted to challenge myself, and I figured – What's the hardest position to play in any in this in the sport? Like pretty much any sport. And I feel like being a cornerback is one of the hardest positions in football. You know, yeah. you got to cover a pretty much a guy that's I'm like a tier under of being a, a real life superhero in a way. I mean, I guess all NFL players are superheroes in a way, but a wide receiver, I mean, that freaky speed. So I mean, there you go. And it, to be a, a cornerback to cover that type, I mean. That's Hectic, probably your biggest challenge that you've ever faced, man. I mean, I feel like if I'm not a cornerback, a quarterback, then I'm gonna go on the defensive side and I'm gonna lock down guys. And I mean, I I can bring that villain side. I got that Richard Sherman slash Jalen Ramsey type <laughs> mindset in a way. So yeah. like, I wanted to bring that type of character out there. So I mean, that's why I wanted to be cornerback. And then it's definitely, and I did have some thought in it to it um, as far as where I could play as where I could go. But like I said, my whole mindset was to play quarterback. So it wasn't never something as far as, okay, well, if this doesn't happen, then I'm just going to do this, this, this. It all came into fruition once um, the first two, like the first two rounds actually pretty much ended. And then I started to look at, okay, well, I probably won't be playing quarterback for anybody. So let's look at the, you know, let's look at the pros that are here. And then I started to look at every team what they want to do. And I mean, you guys been up front with me ever since, like, day one, since we started talking. And then, you know, when I ended up getting discouraged because I wasn't going anywhere, you know, you were the only team that pretty much hit me, came back at the end, like, hey, you know, you know, it's all good, man. You know, keep your head up pretty much. And that was that, man. And I just figured, and then I saw the moves that you were making, and I just felt like, you know, this team's going to be scary. Like, I want to be a part of this. Like, this is the type of situation that I, you know, that I was asking for. So. It was more like a blessing to disguise in my way, like in my eyes, pretty much. So it's like, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't think twice about it. You know, I knew what it was. And it's funny, I mean, I'm going to tell a story. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> it's a draft story. Okay, so it's a draft story. So um, it's, it's so funny. I'm not going to name any teams, but, um, you know, when I posted that on YouTube, like you said, as soon as I, as, as soon as I posted that, so many teams started messaging me, asking me, yo, you know, is Portland only team? Are you sure? Is that the only team that you want to play for? Because, you know, we were looking at you and like, woo, woo, And then it was just like, I, <laughs> honestly, I was just thinking like, wow, you know, I now it just, it was just so funny that I put that out there and then all these teams had me on the board and they were thinking I was going to fall probably to them for some reason. And it was just like, yeah. you know, they didn't think I was going to, you know, but I, I, at the same time, I figure like, you know, you know, that's cool to know, you know, I feel like a lot of team, these teams at least know what type of impact I can make for them, but I felt as if the best situation for myself was important. Like, it just, yeah. you know, it just felt right. It just felt as far as, like, the team goes, you know, the, 
guys that you were bringing into that locker room, you know, I talked to a few of them in the minors, you know, I knew a few of them in the minors. So, you know, that was the type of team that, you know, I wanted to be around for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely came about it. So, um, yeah, and, I, mean, and I couldn't I, be any you happier. Caused the storm. You caused the storm. Oh yeah. Right? Oh I, yeah. <laughs> talk about you being a headline of that that switching positions, and uh, again, I've always been appreciative of of that, and and you know, it, it was it was quite a story for our inaugural um, season to to have that type of situation happen. Very cool. Um, and, 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 and you know, again, I'm pretty sure we can lead off. I mean, why Portland? And so now that you you kind of mentioned it, right? It was just us reaching out. But at the end of the day, why? What else? Was there anything else that kind of made your decision lean to Portland, or was it that main uh, situation of me reaching out? Because again, I've always told you, I watched you, I saw how you did. You, you know, you took right. your team, you, the way you carried yourself. So. And you remember, I hit you up and I said, are you sure, you know, you're not interested on in doing anything else? And you were like, nah, Nelson, like, I got to kind of think about it and whatnot. And I, and I told you, I respected that. I didn't think yeah. any less of you because I, I knew the talent that you, you possessed. And if you wanted to stick it out to be a quarterback, I knew eventually that would happen for you, right? Whether you had to go back into the minors and then go back to being a cornerback, I, I knew you would be able to get what you wanted, when, which you did, and then... You know, with that situation with, you know, I told you, I didn't really see any of the comments until yeah. that moment. And I, I told you everything happens for a reason. Uh, I ended up seeing your comment and then we were able to make that adjustment to to bring you along. And look what you've done, right? Second, second, yep. got a pick six, took it back to the house uh, to help us. Uh, and we didn't get the win, but to help us to be competitive, which I told you was one of the main things that we would always right. be a competitive team together to go against whoever was there so um was there anything else <laughs> that made you want to come to portland other than those situations um man to be honest okay so um basically the situation was i didn't really think too much of where i wanted to go after the fact where i thought that um a team i'm not gonna even name no, um yes. i thought that <laughs> I'm not, I, you know, I figured that they were going to take me. So I never really thought of as far as what's another team I, you know, I, I'm thinking I'm going to go to. But then after the first, like I said, after the second day, uh, second day of the draft, I started to think as far as, you know, am I going to either just wait to the supplemental rounds so I can be able to build on my guys or whatever, you know, and then go play quarterback somewhere else or just ultimately go to back to the minors, you know. But I didn't want to play anything but a quarterback. So yeah. I wanted to try to find, I was thinking, I was really thinking it over as far as what I wanted to, you know, what I wanted to do, you know, with my career. So, but after actually just sitting down and actually just thinking about it, man, um, I was just looking over things and then I, Portland just, it just stood out to me for some reason, man. Like it just, like after I, you were the, like I said, you were the only team that pretty much hit me up as far as, you know, letting me know like, hey man, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, there's a plan, you know, you just gotta, you know, just, just you know, take it easy and just ride it through pretty much, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's always been like, you know, sometimes you, you don't really want to hear that and you're like, oh man, you know, it's whatever, it's easy for you to say blah, blah. <laughs> like yeah. for me, that really, 
that really meant something as far as, you know, you took the time out to actually, you know, care about, hey, man, I know it's rough for you because we see you, you know, trust me, yeah. you know, if it was, you know, if you were there and if the circumstances were different, then, you know, we would have got you. And that's reinsuring. That's really reinsuring. And I made sure that, like, you know, if I'm going to give my all to a team, I want it to be somewhere that knows, like, for a team that knows that I'm here. And then that's, they, they want to know, then they want me there no matter what, you know? And yeah. that's why I felt, you know, that's why I felt, you know, you want to be with a team that you feel as if, like, it's your home, it's your brotherhood, and that you can lean on them if you're feeling down or if you are got your head down or whatever. And then, you know, I feel like Portland is that team. And to be honest, I mean, I'm not trying to knock any other team down. But, you know, I feel like they all have their different, you know, they have their all different locker rooms. You know, I don't even know what's in Portland. And, you know, pretty much, you know, what's in Portland. But, like, um, I mean, I just felt like it's too, it was too much politics based off of what they want to do with their moves. And, you know, everything has to be a certain way for them and then I just felt like as you were talking earlier you, know, you want your guys to have a platform you want to show your guys you want your guys to show what they can do and not make it seem like you know what this one you know what this one guy or what this one person can do pretty much that's who they're going to lean on but you know you want to you want to be a part of a team that you know you want to be a part of a culture that embraces everybody's individuality you know and I feel like that's you you can get that you know in Portland so all that came into the factor all that you know as far as that goes and then um yeah I made that decision right on the spot like you know and I'm not gonna go back on it I know you know this is the decision I wanted to make and I wanted to make sure it's the right one yeah and so look I wanted at you to, now right like we said exactly your pick six exactly the way that you're able to do and build and I knew that was coming I knew that was coming <laughs> so I mean man I was excited for that <laughs> yeah and everybody I think everybody was everybody was excited <laughs> And to know that our rookies really stepped up as yourself, oh, yeah, you know, I think it's huge. And you know, again, you're you're a captain. So you being a captain, how how did you feel about? Uh, well, one, how did you feel about the pick six? Like, walk me through how that felt. Oh. How how you went about? Um, like what? Yeah, just walk me through. Got the pick for the pick six, and when the pick six happened. Pick six happened. All right, so I'm gonna go through play by play with you. Oh, okay, so they did the hurry up. And I kind of figured what they were going to do. They had like 20 more seconds on the clock. So they could have done us. They could have done anything. They could have went, you know, did a post, killed us through the middle like they were doing pretty much all game. Or they could have done they, you know, done out routes they was pretty much doing like, you know, doing that whole two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. And I kind of figured like, okay, they're going to go to the main guy that was pretty much in the uh, ball. I forgot what his name was. Giacomo. Giacomo. Giacomo, yeah. I, yeah. I was, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I figured they was gonna go to his, go to their guy, and as soon as you know, he threw that ball and they cut that route, I seen him jump it. As literally as soon as I seen him jump that route, I'm like, oh, this about to pick. As literally as soon as he jumped it, I like, oh, this is to the house, and it's to the house. I, oh man, I wish I turned my mic off for, like, uh, for the, you know, when we was had the watch party. But um, yeah. dude, I, it's pick six, it's pick six. He's gone, he's gone. Dude, and I, I went crazy. You- yeah, oh, like everybody went crazy. <laughs> um, you know, that's one thing that I say is really cool um, that we we share these moments together, right? And you heard your whole teammates like, "Great job, Derek!" You oh, know, yeah. I'm at my birthday barbecue with my family, jumping up and down like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, Derek. I was like, "Great job, Derek!" You know, like you killed it. And you know, my my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, looking at me like, "You're crazy." What, what, are you talking to somebody? Oh, like, but it was great to share that moment with you and, and really 
show the league what you were able to do and and that's always been the story of you is is, is kind of being looked at as that underdog and always rising up to the challenge to be that best player happened when you were a QB for for Madison it's happening you being a cornerback for Portland and um, I think that's going to be the story that people are really going to see and say man this this guy went through adversity and always has risen to that occasion so I think that's really great and 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 again being captain right like I think some of those characteristics really played a factor when you when you became captain so being a captain you know what does that mean to you like how did you feel about one being being able to be a captain and two what did that mean for you well you know it's an honor pretty much you know I never you know even if I wasn't voted as a captain you know, I always looked at myself as far as you know, being a guy that could rally the troops to if we need to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely something as far as, you know, I'm not going to take lightly. You know, I'm definitely going to give them my all, every, you know, every single day and make sure to let them know that, you know, every single game we have an opportunity where we never, you know, we're, we're never going to be, you know, we should never count ourselves out, you know. Yeah. And that's what a leader is, man. A leader is someone that you can on and talk to and make sure that like like I said you got your head down and if you're not if you feel as if you're not doing your job well enough you know I'm not going to sit there and get you down or tell you you know put you down even further that you fail you know I'm going to let you know like hey man you know this is why you got teammates you know this is the whole team you know if you're failing we failing so we got to make sure we're doing our job we got to make sure you're doing your job and that's you know that's all it is man and it was it was definitely a shock when you know I found that I was a captain because you know I didn't think that anybody would vote for me not because I didn't think anybody liked me or anything like that I just felt that there was more there was probably more guys that you know could have you know deserved that opportunity but like I said you know it's an honor but you know we have a whole team full of captains in my eyes everybody's going to make sure that you know each of one of us is going to be doing doing what we need to do if we want to get to the um, get to where we want to be. So, yeah. um, but like I said, it was definitely, you know, it was definitely a good thing, man. I definitely, it's definitely good to be recognized for something for so much of your hard work, you know. From going to, you know, winning a minor league pretty much and going to a, a new expansion team and, you know, becoming a captain of that young team, you know, that's definitely something that, you know, a lot of guys I don't think that pretty much done, but, you know, I say it's definitely something that, I'm definitely grateful about. Yeah, I appreciate we're, that. We're grateful and, to have you as well. Oh yeah, man. And I just want to thank. I just want this chance to, you know, I said it on my Twitter, but you know, I definitely want to thank all my teammates, um, Portland, and all my guys, you know, my coaches, all you guys for, you know, definitely believing me and you know giving me this, giving me this opportunity to, to show what I got. So I definitely appreciate. It. Definitely. And, and how has that transition been going from QB to CB uh, or cornerback, right? Like, was was that a difficult transition or do you feel like you are starting to really spread your, your wings, right, and fly? Um, oh, yeah. You know, how has that transition been? It's definitely, it's been, it's been, you know, better than I expected, to be honest. Um, I think it's better because, you know, I'm out there, you know, I'm the guy that's out there, you know, covering both pretty much the number one guy so you know that's definitely putting me in a position to you know you know grow into my own and you know like I said I have a great defensive side you know my teammates on the defensive side you know they make things pretty much easier you know and I 
honestly, I don't even see the ball pretty much going in on my side at that pretty much every game. Um, and there are some salty moments when I'm getting ran over by, you know, 245 <laughs> running back. But, I mean, it's only humbling. It's like my welcome to the league. So, yeah. You know, I'm going to get those, but I'm pretty sure. But, I, you know, I'm getting, you know, I'm still getting out there getting tackles, and I'm never, you know, you know, falling back or anything like that. So, you know, backing down. So, I mean, it's been pretty smooth, man, to say the least. You know, you guys make it pretty much, like I said, you guys make it pretty much easier, you know, easier on me. So, it just makes it easier for me to go out there and do my job. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, you know, your DB team from Bob Funk, you know, Chris uh, Stotch, um, Dakota Johansson, Shad Allen, like the DBs that we have, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm very comfortable with you guys being out there. I know um, they may see you guys as rookies, but look at that. On both sides of the field, we had, you know, shut down, my corner shut down those opportunities. And even in the first game, Chris Stotts, you know, had that bat down, which got Frank Champions to, to, oh, yeah. to get the interception. So I think you have a great crew behind you and you guys are able to grow and, and really be those shutdown corners, which you rarely find that every any side of the field you throw it to, you have an a, a opportunity that's going to be a turnover. So um, how do you feel like the season has gone so far? Like, how is that season? And... Um, and I know it's not the way that everybody wants it, but how do you think the season has progressed so far? And then, you know, what's the difference for a rookie, you know, here in this podcast? How do you, how, how does it differ the minors into the majors? Honestly, everybody's faster, man. Like, if you looked at it, um, as far as the minor goes, you know, most of the receivers, you know, they, don't, they don't separate as easily as you, like, you never seen that many when you watch them, I'm not sure how many people watch the minors, but when you watch the minors, you know, they, there wouldn't make that many big plays, you know, those big explosive plays. There's like explosive plays in every single game that they're, you know, in the pros. And, you know, that's pretty much it. But as far as that, like, that's pretty much the only difference I see. Like, when they can tell you that it's pretty much, you know, as far as the transition goes, it's, the pros is way faster. I mean, that's actually true. Uh, so, like you were saying, right? Like you, you see that there's more big plays that are happening, yeah. And, um, and and again, right? Like that's all of us together. Like we're going through this as a team. Um, every single game, I feel like we've learned and we've grown. And I and I kind of mentioned that the the game after Denver, saying, "Look at that, right? Like that gave you a image of what potentially can happen and what our vision." was was starting to to show right which was a shutdown defense a defense where if you threw it anywhere on the field you had we could take that away and you had a front exactly. line and it, you had your front seven who was aggressive and that was going to hit you and was going to make you feel that so we were going to get you in any way shape or form when it came down to that and our offense i know it hasn't shown a hundred percent but I promise you the dynamicness that is going to happen with that offense and you see glimpse of that right Connor with two touchdowns in both the games uh Gene with his ability and what he's been able to do and Art's contribution and I haven't been able to contribute yet but you know one day I hope that's going to be the case it really shows you what we're able to do even up to to David right our kicker yeah he he shows the ability to be in those in the future being those conversations of a Kramer Jackman um being in in the conversations of some of these veteran kickers and 
I think that's what's exciting about this whole thing. And um, when I told you, you know, you and me have talked off off the podcast before on how much work I've done. And it's not just myself, how much work Jacob has done, how much work uh, uh, Mel Davis has done. Um, it, it was a lot of work. And, uh, you know, we're happy and we really do appreciate yeah. what you what you guys have done in such a small period of time. And I'm very excited to see how this game goes against Las Vegas, because I think it will show more growth and more potential, regardless of what the outcome is. Right. Um, right. At the end of the day, like I always told you guys, it's about being competitive. And that was always important to me, because when you're competitive, you give yourself a, an opportunity to win when you're not competitive and you're not in the same sink and all that stuff then you can see where teams fail and end up losing and um i think again that made us all very excited whether it was a loss or not we were all leaving out of that game excited uh to know what the future holds so um do you model your your game after anybody Derek? like when you chose to be a cornerback uh did you model yourself over anybody specific because i know you were a, a, a chad johnson I will always call Chad Johnson uh, Ocho, Cinco. Uh, Ocho Cinco. Like I, yeah. <laughs> when he changed his name to that, he will always be that. But did One you of the greatest your, things ever? Yeah. Did you did you <laughs> model your your cornerback out of anybody? Like were you like, hey, I want my player to be similar to this player, or what? Well, or I want player in the league. Well, as far as I wanted to, as far as professional goes, or do you want? On a whichever simulation, Profe- professional oh. simulation. Well, I always, I mean, I envy you know, guys in the pro league. And, you know, Richard Sherman is one of my favorite guys as far as what the um, corner goes, and also um, Jalen Ramsey, just the you know, just what the swag that he brings. So, you know, those two guys are pretty much who I'm looking to look at my model to my guy after all, you know, especially just what they bring to the table, you know, their IQ and their. The physicality at the line, that's the type of guy that I'm trying to, you know, make my guys feel. Definitely either one of those two is real with. And I think, again, I think those are great examples. At the end of the day, it's, it's, a, super, it's a great example to have. And I think those, are, those are, are, are great people to strive for. Now, Derek, we're going to, one, I want to give you an opportunity to share a message to your team and, and fans of Portland to, uh, you know, what to expect, what you're going to bring every single day to the table. And, um, and, and then again, after that, the floor is yours. You know, uh, if you want to plug up your Twitter, I know you, you're really big on your Twitter. Um, or if anybody wants to reach out to you, any rookies or anything like that, maybe trying to understand how that journey will work. Cause a lot of people, even myself was excited about being in the minors. Um, and then understanding how that draft worked and what advice and stuff like that may may be needed. Um, the floor is yours, but what's your message to your team and your fans? Um, you know, basically well, for my team, you know, I'm just fired up for Sunday, man. I'm just ready to go. Um, every day before, you know, a few days, every day, pretty much every game week, you know, I'm always fired up and, um, you know, I'm just ready to hit the field. It's always special when I go out there with my teammates and just to see how we perform. And, you know, I'm just excited for each and every one of us. You know, and I'm rooting for each and every one of us. So, you know, no matter what, you know, if we're you know, down 20, if we're up 20, you know, you know my competitiveness will never waver. You know, I'm always going to you know, go with my hardest until, you know, there's not time for the practice anymore. So, 
you know, the fans, um, I'm going to say is just, you know, just brace with us, you know, just, you know, be patient, you know, we're getting things going, you know, you saw last game, you know, we can do nothing but, you know, get better from there, you know, so it's going to be special, you know, you definitely ain't going to, you definitely ain't going to be, for, you're going to be in for a special ride, I say that much. Um, but pretty much for all the rookies out there, the guys that's, you know, pursuing their, you know, trying to go pro and going there, their journey through the minors at this point, all I'm going to say is, you know, take it easy, take it day by day, get to know your teammates, venture out in different, you know, aspects of the league as far as, you know, do some scouting, you know, do some graphics work, do your own, you know, do whatever you need to stand out in the league. A lot of teams are watching that, you know, make sure you're active, you know, that's very important. Um, and again, man, just have fun with it. You know, don't take it too serious. Don't take yourself too, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, always remember it's a fun game. And, you know, you always want to make sure that you're having fun with this because the day you're not having fun anymore, you know, you're not going to want to play it anymore. That's true. That's you a sad day for everybody. Work. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is a sad day for everybody. You know, right. And, so, I mean, but other than that, man, I'm just, you know, but like I said, have fun with it. You know, that's what that's the main thing to do. And always check in. Make sure you always get your check in. Because that's the most important thing. That's right key. There. One of, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely key right there. So, uh, like I said, man, other than that, it's all good. Yeah, definitely. Well, again, Derek, I appreciate the time. Uh, if you do want to share what your um, Twitter is, you're more than welcome to. But I think, again, that is great advice uh, given to rookies, right? And don't be scared to reach out to podcasters, uh, myself, uh, Ashley Jackson, uh, Coach Cravens. You have um, Dave Access with his live show. Um, so that's a great avenue to do as well. Uh, you have Benjamin Warner um, and his, uh, I just saw his that was on um, YouTube for uh, Chicago Wildcats. You have um, uh, Mike Twinscrews. Uh, as well has his own podcast and if i did miss anybody i do apologize but there's a lot of avenues and i think again as a rookie like the example that i give about you derek is that you know i heard the podcast i did interact with you on discord and we did talk a little bit in the in the beginning stages of uh the draft before we had gotten anybody um but you know when you did and i always will mention it when you did ashley jackson's podcast for the first time and then i listened to that on my way to work and that kind of gave me a little insight about who you were as a person and then uh we uh and then your the madison versus uh ottawa Cal calvary uh, uh a game right and and you guys all came together and were talking and the the smack talk and and then like i said it was it was smack talk but it was very respectful and it right. was so the leader of what you were able to do i think that's my advice to the rookies if you hear this reach out to those people that i that i talk about or if you see somebody put up a podcast reach out to them because we're people just like you and we've been in the same situations as you and uh we just at the end of the day we do these to give folks the opportunity that they may not have to speak to a team. Like the right. example that I, I always told everybody, I had to speak to 150 rookies, right? Because we had to fill up all these positions. And when somebody would be like, hey, can we talk? I couldn't because I could only, when I'm talking to you, I'm also talking to five other people. And exactly. not like I never gave anybody the attention, right? <laughs> you would never notice that I was talking to five or six people at a time. But, um, 
it gave me the opportunity to get as many rookies in front of us to give them the ability to interview and, and to give a little bit of peace of themselves. So that would be, I think what you're saying is true. They'll be scared to go out there. Um, again, you don't have to be a gen chat person. Just find ways to represent yourself, whether you like to talk and go on a podcast or if you are, like you said, graphics, or if you are these other things, take advantage of it. I think that's really great advice from there. So, and then what is the, the Twitter? So if anybody wants to reach out to you there and the Discord name, if they do want to reach out to you on Discord. All right, so my Twitter is the King of Gotham 5. That's D-A-K-I-N-G of G-O-T-H-A-M, the number five. And my Discord handle is Derek Majors, um, cornerback fleet. Um, I have to see you on there with the captain on there, so you'll definitely be able to recognize me. So definitely, if you need anything, if you guys need to talk to anybody, you know, about anything, as far as football, comic books, what's better, or, you know, anything, smack talk, whatever you want to do, you know, holler at me. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you again, Derek. I appreciate it. Tell your daughter, thank you again for making an appearance inside of the podcast. Oh, man. Um, I appreciate it, man. But again, I, I tell you, don't ever... It shows me the type of father that you are and um, and knowing that you put your family first is a huge thing. I'm a huge family person myself. My family means everything to me. And uh, it show, I'm glad to see that it's the same thing with you. So, again, man, I appreciate it. Um, again, uh, stay, stay on to the podcast. We're going to talk about some final thoughts, uh, some wrap-ups, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Thank you. Final thoughts. Um, again, I want to thank both of my um, interviews, uh, guest appearances that I had tonight. Um, for again being good sports and, and making sure that I could be able to bring out this content for everybody, um, kind of give you some wrap ups and some thoughts. Uh, you know, week three was incredible, right? Um, I know again for not everybody it was the outcomes that they wanted we wanted to win against las vegas but again the showing the things that we're seeing the foundational pieces that are being built honestly have made it quite a difference in watching these games and at the end of the day shout out to everybody in the league uh, everybody who listens i appreciate you taking the time to listen to the content that i decided to put out because again this is not only for my team, but it's for all the teams in the SFL. And if you want to jump onto this podcast, let me know. Hit me up on Discord at Nelson Lozano, Portland GM. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at Ray underscore, underscore Supreme. That's R-E-Y underscore S-U-P-R-E-M-E. And you can contact me on there as well. Uh, again, this is a platform for all the SFL. And if you want to be part of it, just let me know. I'll be happy to put you on. Uh, and whether it's a live show or a bonus content podcast, we'll make sure that content gets put out there. I did want to talk a little bit about crowd play and that experience with all that with with that service. And I think it's a lot of fun. Right. Um, I remember Cam kind of talking about it and it wasn't much being really spoken about it. But then last week, week and a half, seen a lot more. Uh, frequently asked questions, uh, having, you know, town halls and and just getting feedback about it. And I think, again, the concept of it to be interactive with something that's on TV is great. And it helps everybody out. And to know that you can get something out of it, whether win or lose, right? Even if you get the questions wrong, 
you still get something for participating and that's a great thing you might not get the a thousand dollar cash prize but you will get points that you can use towards gift cards and other things of that sort so again just by participating you're able to get yourself not just involved in the game but also get yourself something back in the sense of gift cards for your favorite uh retailers and such so i think it's a great thing for the league anything that helps get us more exposure and helps us grow i am all for it and that's the whole concept for these podcasts as well to give that platform for everybody uh within the league so again my week three has been amazing we'll talk about week four in uh in uh the uh show that's coming out uh, if you heard it before if not go back to our actual link and you'll see the show live show that's tonight uh with jeff gagne and uh with art vandalay our new assistant oc slash our actual one of our wide receivers so again thank you guys for joining us you have a wonderful night <laughs>